0: boston college men's basketball will look to get back into the winning column on saturday we'll preview that game and we'll talk about bc women's basketball's big win over syracuse all of this and more on today's locked on boston college you are locked on boston college your daily podcast on the boston college eagles part of the locked on podcast network your team every day This is locked on Boston College. I am your host AJ Black. I am also the editor and publisher of BC Bolton. Happy Friday, everyone. Hope you are doing well. I'm I'm over by Boston, and we're getting up to eight inches of snow today. So I'm gonna be stuck indoors, uh, shoveling, doing all sorts of good stuff on a Friday. But you know, should all be cleared out for a good game on Saturday when Boston College faces off in with Pitt. Well, we'll call this the Battle of Tuesdays in um, in. Greensboro, because two of the uh, weaker teams in the conference will face off on Saturday as Boston College and Pitt face off in Pittsburgh. So it's a game on the road for the Eagles. Boston College has not won a road game all season long. So this is a big one for BC. They need to figure something out and to kind of catch up to where we were at. BC is 0 and 2 in their last two games, but that doesn't really—I don't know if that really is fair to say that it's the last two games because one game was like a month ago, and that was that disappointing loss to Albany, and then last Sunday they came back and played against UNC and got shellacked uh, by the Tar Heels at home. So two bad losses in a row for Boston College. Uh, you know, Earl Grant was talking about how the team had been in COVID protocols and had kind of gone through the entire team. And, you know, the the team was kind of gassed, but he didn't want to make excuses for anything. He's made that very clear. And I, I appreciate that about Earl Grant is that even when there's an, a built-in opportunity, right, you know, a, a disease that could, you know, really in, not injure, but uh, impact the, um, the ability for certain players to play at their full potential, he didn't make that. He said, you know, we got to play better. We got to play better. And so Pitt is going to be one of those games. This is one of those games you circle on your calendar as a game. Boston College is going to need to play and win because, you know, these wins are not going to come very easily for BC now on out because you get games against Duke and Louisville and Syracuse and NC State. So t- teams that have beaten BC regularly in the past, they're gonna. those games are going to come up too. Pitt is a team that Boston College should beat. You know, it's on the road, so that's a bit of a challenge. But if you look at their Ken Palm rating, BC is 144, Pitt is 164, Pitt is 5-9. and nine. But don't let their schedule, their record fool you. Because I think Pitt is a lot better than people expect. And I think they're closer to being where they want to be than Boston College is right now. While Boston College has lost some games ugly, like... You look at some like the first URI game, St. Louis, they really weren't in. Against UNC, they were not in. Pitt, on the other hand, has really kind of held their own for most of their games. Even the games that they lost. You know, they only lost by one to Minnesota, one to UVA. They lost by uh four to Monmouth, one to Notre Dame. So, um, you know, they they're not a bad team, and it seems like they're trending in the right direction. They've won. Two out of their last four, which, given that they're not supposed to be near the top of the ACC, that's not a bad stat. And they were a three-pointer away in their last game from beating Louisville or, or, or getting in um, a tie game against Louisville. So Pitt, Pitt's pretty good, and they haven't won an ACC game yet. You know, Boston College is only one and one in the ACC, but we'll have to see how Boston College. You know rebounds after a really tough loss, as we said on Monday's show. Boston College did not look very—you know—there was a lot of issues with BC on in Sunday's game. They, uh, you, you, all the all different—you uh, t- know—situational uh, plays they were just struggling with. They could not shoot three pointers to save their life. They couldn't uh, play much on defense. They were getting beaten really bad physically. They just—they just couldn't get much done. And UNC. They just went out and lost to, U, uh, to Notre Dame, a team Boston College won. Uh, B. So we don't know what Boston College team is going to show up. And again, it's on the road. They're going to need to play much better. And what they need to do is get that offense going, because if BC is going to go out there and shoot poorly from three-point range, and they don't have a lot of guys that can shoot accurately from the three-point range right now, they need to figure out other things to do on offense. And I don't know where that's going to come from. I would love to see Gianni Thompson out there more. Um, you know, they need to get some more depth and be able to have a rotation that gets guys off the bench. So you don't have, you know, Makai Ashton-Lankford playing, you know, 35 minutes a game. You can sit him for a little bit and get a guy like Gianni Thompson in there. You need to get Brevin Galloway going as well. Now it's nice to see him back, but he shot two of 10 from the, f- the field. That's not going to cut it. He needs to shoot much better when he's feeling good and he's getting a good shot. He's also very, very, um, valuable. And I'd love to see BC up their aggression on defense. I know that you can't go with um, traps and and full-court press the whole game, but throw it in there more because when BC does it, it seems like it really catches oppositions off guard and really helps them get back in the game. So maybe throw it in and sprinkle it in a little bit more than what they're doing. Uh, That might also help as well. In terms of predictions... I, I don't think BC is going to win this game, uh, and here's why. I think it's going to be a closer game because I said his Pitt's not as good as um, some of these other teams they're playing against, but BC, I, I feel like they're not in the right frame right now, and I feel like they're going to take another step back before they start to step forward, and this will be one of those disappointing losses. So I'm going to take Pitt winning like 77-70, uh, and, and BC will continue uh, their slide. Now, in a moment, we'll get more positive because I don't want to be negative the whole time. And we're going to jump in and talk about women's basketball. Hey, Eagles fans. This is AJ Black with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents cash back per gallon. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making up as much as two dollars to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or even an e-gift card for Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE for $0.50 cents a gallon on GetUpside. All right, folks, BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code On to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. So head on over to Online, where the game starts. Welcome back. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. Now, I don't get a chance to always get into some of the uh, sports that we don't normally talk about a lot of. And today, I want to give a chance to shout out women's basketball, who started off the season red hot playing really well as they improved to 10 and four with a 95 to 71 win over Syracuse on Thursday night, big win for, for the, for the women led by Maria Gagdang, who had 21 points just on the heels of winning freshman women of the week. Uh, you know, she is a guard playing really, really well as a freshman. Uh, she, she, she did it all for BC. She had 21 points, nine rebounds and, uh, you know, shot really well, uh, did what she needed to do. Uh, then on top of that, this team, you know, it this was a game. You know, Syracuse is usually a good team, they they had a coaching change after last season. Uh, they they were eight and four heading into this game, and so it was at you know, eight and five, excuse me. Um, BC needed a big win, and they got exactly that. Um, they shot 51 percent, or sorry, 57 percent from the field, they shot 50 percent from three point range. BC was in control of this game from start to finish, which is really good because if you, if you had been paying attention to the team a couple weeks ago, they had a very winnable game against UNC, a game that, Oh, not, not winnable, but a game that they were playing like they should have won it. And they fell apart late. BC jumps out to an early lead. Um, They were at 49 to 30 at halftime and they just kept their foot on the gas. They did not let up at all in this game. And that's a credit to this team. Like, you know, the, Joanna McNamie is one of my favorite coaches on Boston College campus because she is a winner down down deep, and I think she has this program heading in the right direction. And you just have to look at some of the freshmen she's brought in and some of the names that you've seen coming in. Um, you know whether it's you know Maria Gakdang. Who's playing really well, Jalen Batts? Uh, you're seeing her start to jump up a little bit more. But even bringing in like solid transfers, Darktavia Wagner from uh, U- uh, South, South Carolina play. You know she had nine points in that game. Cam Schwartz. You know she's been a, a regular score. She had 11 points. So, you know, I I I wonder. You know, at 10 and four, they're sitting right on that cusp of being a. Um, tournament team this year. And it was only two years ago that women's basketball was going to be in the tournament and then COVID hit and it took them out. If you remember, remember just two years ago, 2020, that was the year they made it uh, like three rounds into the ACC tournament and and stunned a few teams on the way out. Joanna McNamee was ACC coach of the year. You had all all the hype around Taylor Soul. And I'm starting to feel it again. I'm starting to feel that this team is starting to head into that direction. They're not a perfect team, and and the 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 hard part about women's basketball is the is the the schools are so top heavy. Like you're gonna have a couple programs, whether it's Baylor or um, NC State last year, UConn that are just so good that you just don't have a chance. But you know. You have to look at what you expect for success for women's basketball. Getting to the tournament, winning a game or two there, maybe getting further along the ACC tournament. I could see this team doing this. They're deep. They have really good talent. They're scoring, and they're winning. They're 10-4. and That's really good. Um, So if you get a chance to, here's my plug. Check out the women's basketball team. they're an exciting team, and I really do, as I said before, Joanna McNamee has this program heading in the right direction, and they're going to be relevant, and they're going to be a fun group to watch. So you're going to want to make sure that you're following along. And They've got some really fun uh, players, and they're just going to get better. I think they're recruiting really well. Um you know, so they they bring they're bringing in four star recruits in the women's world. You don't get to see like a lot of the. It's a little different than like rivals or two four seven. But if you look at some of the guys, that, uh, women that they're bringing in, um, it's impressive. So ten and four for the women's basketball team. Next game for them is against the Clemson Tigers, a six and eight Clemson Tiger team that's zero and three in the conference, and they just lost to the same Syracuse team that BC just smoked by forty points. So this should be an easy win for Joanna McNamee's squad. Boston College should, you know, you know, this what's really exciting about a good team in the ACC and especially in basketball is when they start rolling, they can start really racking up some wins. And so, you know, when you're playing this well against a team that poor Boston College should roll against Clemson and yeah, it's a road game, but I still think BC should be an easy favorite and, just as a plug, just check them out. The game will be on on TV, and you'll be able to check it out. It is on the RSN, so it'll be on Nessun, Um, And that game is on Sunday at noon. So check out women's basketball. Uh, they're on the verge, you know. If they win against Clemson, they're going to be eleven and four. They're probably going to start getting some votes for um, top twenty-five teams. I don't think they'll get there yet, but they they're going to start getting in that conversation. So if you like watching some good basketball and I mean, the men's aren't playing all that great. Check out the women. I know they're um, a little different, but I think they're a lot of fun and there's a lot of good good basketball and, and really good fundamentals taught by Joanna McNamee to her squad. In our final segment, I'm going to get into all sorts of news, including transfer portal news, coaching rumors, and everything in between. Now, if you know me... You know I'm a huge fan of the Built Bar. It's the New Year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Bilt Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar because it is so good for you. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. They have so many great flavors like coconut almond, r- uh, raspberry, mint brownie salted caramel cookies and cream and all sorts of specialty bars that you'll just find when you head over to built.com even if you're not a fan of working out you can at least eat something that tastes good and it is good for you that way when you enjoy a delicious built bar you can almost count it as a workout now go over to built.com and when you make your first order use promo code locked 15 and get 15 percent off your order and even better Even if you've made orders there before, use promo code LOCK15. You're going to get 15% off your order, too. Just head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 for that offer. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black, happy Friday, everyone. Hope you had a good week. It's been crazy. Um, Hope you're at home and healthy and everything's going well for you this week. Now, if you have not done so already uh, and you're on your computer at home, make sure you hit bookmark for our site, BC Bulletin. We'll be giving you BC news all over the place. And we've had some great breaking news over the last couple days that you're not going to want to miss. First of all, Kobe White. Many of you, I know he was a huge fan favorite for many Boston College fans. He was the, lo- he and Anthony Brown kind of were like the lone Uh, symbols of a passing game before Zay Flowers got there. And then unfortunately for Kobe White, he had two knee injuries during his time with Jeff Halfley last year. And then this year he was hurt again and missed the last two seasons. He entered the transfer portal. I get the feeling that he was one of those guys that Boston college just did not have space for, you know, with the super seniors and with guys that were you know pushing up the roster like Jaden Williams Ethan Willi- uh Jaden yeah Jaden Williams Ethan Williams Taji Johnson guy, um Lewis Bond you know some of the other guys that were just kind of hanging around and I'm sure Kobe can still play but maybe you know the injuries have kind of taken its toll we're told to kind of you know unfortunately we don't have any room for you so He's heading to James Madison. Now, interestingly enough, that's the second Boston College player to head to James Madison. Safety Deion Jones earlier this year also committed to, to, to James Madison. And I can tell you, and I'm not making this up, I, I reached out to my sources at BC. James Madison's head coach is Kirk Signetti. Kirk Signetti. Now, if you that last name sounds familiar to you, that's because his brother Frank is Boston College's offensive coordinator. So there's a connection between James Madison and Boston College. And I could tell you that Frank, sounds like he put in a good word for uh, those guys to get a spot. And that's the, you know, if you're going to lose guys and, to, you know, push, the, not push them out, but like basically tell them that it's time to move on. Getting them a new spot is the best thing you can do in this new transfer portal world because right now there's 1,600 people in the transfer portal more than last year when the numbers were absurd. So spots are going to be hard to find, and so Boston College was able to get these two guys and find them a new role. That's awesome. That that really shows that... You know, And and, and that's credit to the Dion and Kobe because they're both good players too. But for them to be able to find a new home and that the Cignetti connection helped with that shows you how much this team does care for their players, even if they're not competing still on the field. Also in the news, in hockey news, Matt Boldy, a former Boston College forward, he was a, um, I almost called it Heisman, he was a Hobie Baker finalist last year for Boston College. He didn't win it. Uh, he got called up on Thursday by the Minnesota Wild, and in his first game, he's a Massachusetts native, he got to play against the Boston Bruins. Really cool story. You know, he's a rookie. He gets called up, gets to play at home. Well, home from where he's from, Boston. Gets He get, he gets a box full of his, fa- his former players. I know Nikita Nazarenko was there. Uh, I think Jack McBain was there as well. And some of his family members all got to go see him play. That would be a great story just in itself. I mean, can you think if you're like your kid is playing and you get to stay at home and watch him? That's awesome. I mean, not at home, but you get to go to the stadium and watch him at home. That's great. So that's in itself would be a great story. However, the story gets even better because in the game, Minnesota was down 3-2. And who scores his first goal of his career? Matt Boldy. Matt Boldy in his first game scores a game-tying goal. That's an awesome thing. He does it in front of his family, his friends, his former teammates. An awesome moment for Boldy. And, you know, he's going to be a name to watch for. He's a very highly touted forward, I think, that has unlimited potential. You know, he was a top 12 pick, I think, in the in the draft a couple of years ago by the Wilds. Um, I, you know, he's going to be a, a really fun name. You know, obviously when you have the Kevin Hayes and Johnny Gaudreau's and even... You know, Spencer Knights out there to have the new blood in there, too. I mean, Spencer Knights new blood, but on the offensive board on offense, you have guys like Matt Boldy and Alex Newhook. It it just again shows you what Jerry York has been able to do in terms of getting good talent at Boston College and getting them up to the pros. Speaking of cocky two Boston college players were named hockey East players of the week of the month. Excuse me. You first had Mark McLaughlin, their senior named hockey East player of the month. He had four goals in uh, four games and was a dynamic. He was offensive player of the month. And you know, he's a, the captain, he's been there forever. Uh, great for him. And then on defense, John Jack St. Ivani was named defensive uh, player of the year of the month. Jack St. Ivani, I haven't talked about very much on the podcast. He's a Yale transfer. Interesting story about him. About a month ago, he's actually signed to the Tom Brady brand. Um, and he is a spokesperson for them. So through NIL, he's getting a deal to be a spokesperson. So uh, good for him. But he was also named Hockey East Player of the uh, Defenseman of the Month. So two awards, two of the big awards for Hockey East, go to two Boston College players. And finally, it's not much of a surprise, but Marcus Valdez is returning. I, I kind of assumed he was anyways, but he has one more season. He led Boston College in sacks with five last year. We just graded um the defensive line on bcbulls.com and he was one of the bright spots on that defensive line. I love his play. I would love to see what he would be able to do with another solid defensive end across from him because I think you know he he he's good. He just needs a he needs a a batman to his robin. And uh we'll have to see what he does next year. He's a big-time leader in the locker room, um but he's is back for one more season with the Eagles. This is AJ Black. We'll be back on Monday to review the Pittsburgh game, talk about any breaking news from the weekend, and continue to dive into football postseason analysis with Mitch Wolf. So you're going to want to check that out. Thank you all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. I'm the editor and publisher of BCBulletin.com. Make sure you follow us there. If you have not done so already, we have maroon and gold forums where you can go and talk to other BC fans. I post all the time in there. It's a great uh, forum to talk to other BC people. It is absolutely free for the free parts of the boards. His premium where I give out tips and news and analysis that you won't get anywhere else. You can pay for that as part of your BC Bulletin premium subscription, but hit me up on Twitter. I can can explain more about that. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all again soon. Have a great weekend, everyone. Take care.